0: Hello, sunshine. Welcome back to another episode of A Dose of Adela. I am your host, Carrie Adela. Okay, I'm like filled with gas and I know that's so like TMI, but I don't know what is happening. So excuse me if I burp. (laughs) I didn't mean it. Um, It's been about two and a half weeks since I've posted, maybe even three since my last episode. Um, You know, I've been super busy and I just wanted to be fully present and fully focused on my retreat. Um, I don't know if you follow me on social media or if you are on my mailing list, but I just held my very first retreat, the Healthy Vibe Retreat, and it was amazing, 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 amazing. And not just because I said so, (laughs) but because the women who attended said so, and because it was such a great time, I am hosting the second annual Healthy Vibe Retreat, which is officially open for registration. Um, And so there were 12 spots. There are now 10. I don't know how many will be left or available when you hear this, but I opened the registration today. Didn't even announce that I opened it and two spots are gone. So that's still mind blowing to me. But (laughs) if you missed the first retreat and you wanted to attend, or if you've never been to a retreat and it sounds, you know, like something you want to do, if you just want to experience something different and meet new women, make new connections, um, come to the retreat. Head on over to carriadella.com, secure your spot. All of the information is on my website. Again, that's carriadella.com. I'll leave it in the description. So yeah. If you have any questions, you can feel free to email me, DM me, um, and I'll respond. I'll answer it. But yeah. March is coming. <laughs> it's in March. Um, And I know to you that might sound like that's super far away, but like think about the fact that it's already August. It feels like we blinked and the year is already over. So this year has passed us the same way that this year passed this fast. That's how quickly March is going to come. So don't sit here and think, oh my God, March is so far away. I'm not going to get a ticket yet. I'm not going to reserve my spot. I got time. You don't have time. If it's something that you are interested in, invest in yourself and secure your spot. You know, I know a lot of times we wait for people and we want to wait for our friends and we want to wait for our family members or whoever it is because we don't like to do things alone. If that is you, step outside of that comfort zone and just do it. Just come to the retreat. I promise you, you will not feel alone alone you will make so many new connections and meet so many beautiful women. The women on my first retreat were strangers. You know, maybe some of them had did challenges together, but for the most part, women didn't really know each other. You know, a lot of them were strangers, and now they have this bond and this connection, and they built this little sisterhood, and it's such a beautiful thing to watch, and it's really the purpose of everything that I do. So the tribe, the Healthy Vibe tribe, was created to do just that, and so was the retreat. Um, the retreat is just a little bit more. It's a time for you. You know, we live in, in a world that is so fast paced that we're constantly going and we don't get time to take time for ourselves. And so the retreat teaches you how to do that. It teaches you that it's okay to take time for you. It shows you that, you know, despite the fact that you may be feeling like you are alone in your situation or you are like the only one who is experiencing um, something, it teaches you that you're not. So one of the activities that we did on the retreat in our workshop was we had everyone write down something that they were currently experiencing or that they wanted to release, something that they needed to let go of but they were like afraid of. Um, Everyone wrote something, including myself, And we collected them, mixed them up, and then we gave them back out to different people. So everyone had a different card. No one had their same card. And we went around and everyone read what was on their card. And it was like you. everyone was going through the same thing. So many people were holding on to the same thing. So many people were in the same situations. And you would have never thought by looking at anyone... So you look at people and you're like, "Oh, they're nothing like me. They wouldn't understand," or they come from a different background. And the truth of the matter is, despite the fact that we all look different, despite the fact that we all do come from different backgrounds, different walks of life, we are all going through we are all going through life. We are all humans experiencing this crazy ass life. We are all going through different things. And like I said, a lot of us are going through the same shit. But we've been taught that, you know, we have to hold hold, hold it all in and hold it together and be strong. And that, you know, no one really wants to hear our problems. So we we're so used to keeping everything inside. And I'm so happy we did this activity because it gave women permission to open up and share what they had. I think a lot of them had not even shared with anyone else. And... It was so freeing and so connecting at the same time. So it gave everyone this the sense of freedom, but it connected and it helped other women bond because someone who looked opposite or someone who had a different, completely different—I can't talk today—someone who had a completely different personality from you could be going through the same shit, and that's what these women saw. Like, oh shit. I thought you were so different from me but the truth is that we're the same (sighs) and that's that's the beautiful thing about you know these workshops that i hold these challenges that i hold you know these spaces that i've created is to to show us that we're all the same you know we're all women who all want to be loved and We all want certain things in life, and we're all hurting, and we're all trying to figure out how to heal and get through life, and yeah, I'm still trying to process everything, so that's just a, a very small snippet of one of our experiences. You know, we did a lot of crying, but we also did a lot of laughing, a lot of bonding, and just had so many new experiences, and I can't wait to do it all again. So that's that on my retreat, <laughs> my little mini update um on that. If you are interested in like seeing pictures or hearing like a review, I'll be posting some more um, on my Instagram, Zella, and also on the retreat page, which is the Healthy Vibe Retreat, and that's on Instagram. So there's also pictures on my website and information there. Um But yeah. One thing that I definitely <sighs> one thing that I' definitely realized coming back to the real world, and so I called this the real world, and I called my vacation the fake world," which I miss very much. Um, it reminded me me, it reminds me I can't speak, I can't speak. Um, my chest has been tight, I haven't been able to breathe right, like I came back to New York and I fell apart again um <laughs> But I came back, and I realized, like, I'm not doing what I want to do. I'm not fully living in my purpose. And not that I didn't know that before, but it's just, like, when you do something that you never thought you would do, that you never even imagined, it wasn't even a thing that you had in your mind, right? And for me, that was a retreat. Like, I never had a retreat in my mind, um, But God gave me this vision and he helped He He was the one that brought it to life, you know? He gave me everything that I needed to bring it to life because this is my purpose, you know? Whether it's for treat or bringing women, you know, together, just using my voice and sharing my story to connect everyone. That is my purpose. And I go to this job and I'm like, why am I here? And if my coworkers are listening, I don't know. I feel like some of them stalk me. Not my old coworkers. Okay, so backstory. So you know how you ask for shit and sometimes God will give it to you just to show you that it's not what you want. So a few years ago, I made a list and I made a list of everything that I wanted in a job from the salary to the the kind of women that I wanted to work with. And I wrote it down and I let it go. And I got the salary. And I got the exact kind of women that I wanted to work with. Some amazing women. Again, all different. So beautiful inside and out. And I loved it. You know, fast forward to now. Over the years, they've gone, they've gone on to you know different jobs and moved up. And we don't work together. Maybe there's like two of us, three of us. But we don't even see each other. And so, you know, these women are my friends. And I miss seeing them every day. And I know some people are like, well, I don't go to work to make friends. I don't give a fuck. I do. (laughs) My work is where I spend most of my time. And to me, work is like a second family. Like, I see my, my coworkers more than I see my family sometimes. And I like to like the people that I work with. And I did. And this job has taught me a lot. You know, It has made me step outside of my comfort zone because I had to do a lot of public speaking, which is my biggest fear. I do not like speaking in front of people at all. Um, but it definitely had me connect with so many beautiful people. And now that they're gone, I like hate going to work. I'm not doing what I want to do. And I wake up and I dread it. And every day I'm like, oh, I go in later. And I'm like, oh, the day is just dragging. But... Recently, over the last couple of months, as my you know old coworkers slash friends have left, they've been replaced by white women and it is very odd to me that there are no other women of color besides myself. I'm the darkest woman of color, which is an issue for me because of the population that we work in you know we serve we serve black and brown people we serve a lot of people who you know, speak Spanish. And none of the people that they're hiring look like the people who we are serving that we're working with. And so, you know, I know that our patients notice it. They feel uncomfortable because they're like, well, you don't understand my life. You don't, like, you can't relate. And I get it. You know, I get it. I don't get why this is happening. And so for me, it's just like, I know that it's my time to go. Um... And some people are like, "Why do you care?" I had a coworker. Me and him had like a a conversation because he's a he's he's a white passing Hispanic male. But we had a conversation. We have conversations about race all the time at my job, and it's something that I can appreciate with you know my coworkers that I had. And you know, two of us were talking about the fact that they're only hiring white women. So he jumps in he's like, well, what's the problem? <laughs> okay, that's the problem right there that you don't even notice that there's a problem. Um, so he made a comment like, well, I can work with anyone. And I'm like, I can work with anyone too, but you're clearly missing the points. And then he says, well, maybe, you know, no one else is applying. I was like, no, that's not what's happening. And it turned into this whole like us having to educate him, which I'm just like, I'm not here to really educate people. I don't, I don't care. You don't get it. You don't get it. But I think he kind of got it but he just didn't (laughs) i'm like why am i here (laughs) and it's not about being able to not work with other people there's such a bigger picture when you know you start being replaced by people who don't look like you who don't sound like you who don't even want to interact with you because the people that are now working with me don't even speak and i don't know if you saw a post that i have put up Um, they walk into the room, walk into a space and don't even say hello. And so it is awkward. And it's not that I care. It's just so awkward to be in a room with someone and you can hear a pin drop because you don't want to say hello. And it's not just one. It's not just two. It's like all of them. So I'm like, is this a millennial thing? Is it a Is it a white people thing? No, because I'm like, the women I was just with are white, and, you know, they are not rude. I don't know what it is. Privilege? I don't fucking know. But I know that when God wants you to grow, he makes you uncomfortable, and I'm hella uncomfortable, and I know that it is time for me to grow. I know that I've outgrown this place, but I also know that I'm I'm afraid. You know, I tell everyone to step out of fear and step into faith. But it's hard, you know? I can preach it, but I'm trying to practice what I preach. And I've done it before in the past, and I think because I failed in the past, I'm scared to fail again. But I think this time is a little different. You know, I think it's different because I know that I'm at a point in my life that there is no other job that I want to do. There is no other thing that is out there for me. There's a thing that I need to create for myself. And that is what I need to do. <sighs> but I'll never get there if I, if I continue to let fear hold me back. You know. Sometimes doors will close. You have to continue to look for your door. To continue to stand there with the door shut. And just keep working. Until your door finally opens. And this is me giving myself a speech. (laughs) You know, we're so afraid of failing. But aren't you afraid of staying the same? I am. I know I am. I'm afraid of being in the same space in a year, in the same place. I can't even picture being in this space. I cannot picture being at this place, being this unhappy and I know that I have to take that leap, that leap that I constantly tell everyone else to take. I need to take it for myself, and I will when I'm ready. And I don't know how we got here, because this was not, <laughs> this was definitely not the point of this, um, this episode, but yeah, faith, purpose. This retreat has definitely taught me that my purpose is greater than, Anything that I could ever imagine, you know, I just need to continue doing the work. I need to keep sharing my voice, sharing my stories, sharing my truths, because that is how I will continue to grow. That is what is going to lead me to my purpose, because my purpose isn't even this. My purpose is greater than this. My purpose is greater than anything I can imagine. Your purpose is greater than anything you can imagine. Um but you just have to keep doing the work in order to get there. So keep doing the work. Keep showing up. Keep being afraid and doing the shit anyway. Yep. Keep being afraid and doing it anyway. Feel the fear and do that shit anyway. Yeah, like I said, I don't know how we got here. (laughs) But thank you for listening. Thank you for letting me talk my shits. Head on over to the website, carriazella.com. Check out the retreats. Shoot me an email. Let me know what you think. Until next time, I'll talk to you later. Bye.